This is Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga, recorded at Halepule on beautiful Kauai. Each month we cover topics that can help you find balance in your life through food, good living, and the eight limbs of Raja Yoga. Learn more at halepule.com. And here's the show. Hello everyone, this is Myra and Kelsey with Halepule's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. Well, we completed our first Ayurvedic treatment training this month, and we had students who were practicing massage therapists, as well as those that were new to this work. I remember going for massages and checking off every body part as what I wanted to have worked on. The therapist would find many knots in my upper back and shoulders and not leave there, so the rest of my body got little attention. I loved having massages, however, when I had my first Snehan, it felt like I finally found what I was looking for. To have all my body addressed was more amazing than I imagined. The calm and clarity that came as a result of correcting the energetic flow of Vata Dosha was something I had never experienced before. They are powerful treatments. And then next on our agenda is our Women's Health and Healing Certification. I love the name, Embracing Shakti and that it's about how to work with women to bring mental, emotional, and physical health through working with the flow of prana or life force. The energetic power that comes from this brings the ability to live our truth. And in that event, we'll cover how to work with women in all stages of life, including childhood, adolescence, fertility, pregnancy, after delivery, menopause, and maturity. You can listen to past episodes about specific stages of womanhood, including fertility, menopause, and PMS-free cycles. Today, I want to talk about how Ayurveda and yoga support us to move easily and gracefully through these different stages of life. It seems they're treated like illnesses today, rather than a natural, beautiful passage that they can be. And certainly, when we're out of balance, these beautiful experiences turn into unpleasant and sometimes painful times. You know, these stages are an opportunity to fully experience ourselves as the powerful beings that we are. In childhood, we're establishing our foundation so that moving into puberty and beyond is not confusing for us. The clarity that's gained in that growing process is meant to prepare us for childbearing years where we explore who we are in the adult world. And in the child-rearing years, we're in selfless service and nurturing. And then we move into menopause and beyond, and we're meant to share our inner wisdom and experience of all the phases we've passed through in life. The physical, emotional, and psychic changes that take place as we live life are really amazing. Living can be an expansive experience when women remember who they are as eternal spirit. Common modern day thinking is that the stages of womanhood naturally come along with symptoms. There's expectation that teens will have menstrual symptoms, pregnant women will have cravings and morning sickness, and that menopause means hot flashes and weight gain. Beyond menopause, it's commonly thought that it's normal to have weak digestion, poor posture, and a painful body among many other problems. But this is not natural. It was also my thinking prior to Ayurveda. 
But when I began to study and work with you, I saw firsthand how you guided women to be symptom-free and how that allowed their bright inner light to shine. I saw that menstruating and menopause did not have to be misery, that pregnant women didn't have to feel so exhausted and fatigued, and that was new for me. What really stood out was how you didn't just treat the physical imbalance, but treated the imbalanced energy, perspective, and beliefs that were contributing to the symptoms. The notion that menstruation is a time to go inward and to rest and reflect, or that menopause is a time to share wisdom, was inspiring to me. And rather than fear these stages in my own life, I was inspired to change my thinking and my ways. I'm taking steps to smooth out my own experience of being a woman so that I can have graceful transitions. I would have so much more time and energy being symptom-free. I spent a lot of time suffering and recovering in the past, and that's time I could have spent just being in exploration and enjoyment of my life. Most symptoms we attribute to puberty, menstruation, infertility, and menopause are a result of existing dosha imbalance. And these existing imbalances become exacerbated by the natural change that wants to take place. You said that most symptoms we attribute to the stages of womanhood are a result of existing dosha imbalance. So this means that if a woman had balanced doshas moving into menopause, for example, or pregnancy, she could be comfortable throughout. Or, if a young girl had balanced doshas moving into puberty, she could have clear, smooth skin. And you're suggesting there's a solution and prevention for symptoms that are commonly accepted as normal for any stage of life, which may be new for people. Yes, but you know, it's, it's, it is new. That's just <laughs> it. Because even in my young days, a lot of this stuff didn't exist. Oh, right. But the reason I say most symptoms are from dosha imbalance is because it can actually just start as weakened agni or that uh, from poor eating habits. And that is where most of it gets um, started. So this is going to cause symptoms itself, even if things were going really well. And then let's say, for example, somebody decided to start snacking all day long. This is going to cause problems that will cause many symptoms and then eventually lead to dosha imbalance. So we look at all aspects of the individual at that point in time we look at, you know, yes, what has happened in the past, just to look for the pattern and any tendencies. But depending on what stage of imbalance they're in, different parts of the person are affected. And it's never too early or too late to take steps toward balance. The sooner we do, the less suffering we endure in life, which means the more joy we can experience. It's easy to become focused on symptoms, especially when they're distracting and interfere with living our lives and the relationships we're in. It's hard to experience the joy of being alive when we're in pain or constantly dealing with gas, acne, headache, cramps, and constipation. Ayurveda is based in direct experience, and through our own direct experience and that of people over the ages, we've seen that symptoms don't have to persist nor even develop in the first place. And the more we look to the solutions instead of focusing on the problem, the sooner things shift and the easier it is to maintain great health. Some of the common symptoms of menopause, such as hot flashes and discomfort, 
often come from and result in resistance to change, self-judgment, anger, frustration, and low energy. And this is true for any of the stages. Our work at Holly Pooley includes teaching clients and students how to work with their energy using intuitive energy practice. The basic tools are on our website and can be used to move beyond these perceptions that create weakness within us. And these tools can be taught to children. That's right. And actually, you'll find that they go to them very naturally because, you know, they've come into the body more recently. And if it hasn't been programmed out of them, then working with energy is natural. What a gift to have tools to manage one's emotions and patterns and habits from that young age. You know, mainstream media and the marketing approaches imply that things on the outside are going to fix how we feel on the inside, including our physical appearance. I even see this in young children now. Buying into the idea that looking youthful is the only appealing way to live has really cultivated negative feelings in many women, and men as well. As a result, there's often fear associated with aging. I've learned that that fear only comes as a result of our attachments to the physical. If we practice varagya, non-attachment, then there's little or no fear, and that leaves space for joy. And that's what the practices of yoga are for clear the blocks in the flow of our energy so that we can experience ourselves as eternal spirit, as energetic beings in a body who are more than just our physical bodies and more than our mind. Then we can have an easier time living our lives, free from unrealistic attachments to how we look and how that will change as life goes on. It seems that negative perception about aging has increased in the last 10 years. One of the most beautiful things I've heard about aging is that it is a privilege denied to many. And hearing that had me realize that it's not something to be avoided or resentful of. It really is a gift. And as you've mentioned so many times, it's the opportunity to grow and expand. We can pass through menopause and share our wisdom and light. And that's something pretty special and that I've come to have great reverence for. That negative perception you speak of is a result of us accepting the lie that things on the outside will make us happy. Stuff or people. And this breeds attachment to things because if we think it's going to work, we're going to keep trying and keep going after things. And it breeds attachments to things like our looks at the expense of our inner connection. Fear of disease perpetuated by the medical and drug industries also keeps us looking for the outside thing that will fix us. The practice of Ayurveda and yoga cultivates connection with our higher selves so that we can bring respect and reverence back to these important transitions of life. As we do this, we gain confidence and a greater sense of self and our importance on the planet. An open, positive attitude is important for healing and true beauty at any age. Through any stage, Balanced dosha and strong agni are part of the foundation for good health and living symptom-free. Let's take a short break, and when we return, talk about how to step into a beautiful experience of any phase of womanhood. 
Our bodies and minds are under more stress than ever as a result of modern living with imbalanced ways of eating and living. This renders the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda more relevant than ever before. With Ayurveda, we can learn how to treat our bodies in accordance with our higher needs so that we're not trapped by suffering and disease. Instead, we live in full health and balance, the way we were meant to be. If you have been studying Ayurveda, yoga, meditation, or other holistic health practices, becoming an Ayurvedic health counselor will allow you to expand your current offering with clients and students. This is an excellent course for anyone with a desire to gain a deeper understanding of the principles of Ayurveda and how to use this science of life to support spiritual, physical, and psychological health in others. Visit halepule.com for details about our Ayurvedic Health Counselor Certification Program. We're back. We've been talking about how the principles of Ayurveda support phases of womanhood that are comfortable and enjoyable. How has Ayurveda affected your passage through menopause and beyond? Menopause started fairly early in my 40s as I was vata-provoked, and this is a common occurrence with that type of imbalance. I felt some weight gain, but I was overeating most meals. And I had learned a great deal about Ayurveda, but was still not facing my condition. I remember feeling lost and not knowing who I was. Finally, I took some guidance from a more experienced practitioner, and with calming vata, I had no more symptoms. And then one day, the menstruation stopped and it didn't come back. I think for many people, it can be a stressful time for the affairs of life, such as aging parents, or children moving into adulthood. And this was the case for me. And as I calmed down inside, I was able to be much more helpful to my aging parents. For any dosha imbalance in any phase of life, fresh sattvic foods grown free of chemicals and eaten in a conscious sattvic manner will bring healing to the body and mind. Herbs specific to the individual will support easy transitions, and are adjusted as the woman moves through the healing process toward balance. We are energetic beings sensitive to subtle and gross changes in our environment. And you mentioned that many of the symptoms these days are recent, that they weren't around when you were younger. And a lot of that's from chemical imbalance? Well, some of it's chemicals, yes. A great deal of it is. But it's also the way we're choosing to live our lives. The amount of activity... Uh, and not enough sleep. These are gross changes in our environment, mm. I would say. Yep. And they all have a big effect. Women are sensitive beings and sensitive in a good way. And we've just uh, run over that. And we need to bring it back into reverence so that we learn how to be in, in a female body, for example. There are many practices for cultivating smooth life transitions and eliminating symptoms if you're in the thick of it right now. Keep in mind the general principle in Ayurveda that like attracts like and the opposite brings balance. So if you have hot flashes, rashes, or irritability, pitta is likely in excess. Eliminate hot spicy foods chili, such as chili peppers, cayenne, garlic, and onions and favor more cooling foods such as cucumber, coconut water, uh, mint cooked into your food, or as tea, and hibiscus tea is very nice as well. Abhyanga, or oiling the body with coconut oil, 
and having a damp towel around the neck and head will help keep you cool through the day. I hear that heartburn is a common um, pregnancy symptom as well. And so these would all apply to that too, excess pitta. Mm -hmm. But also include fermented foods, refined sugar, and caffeine. Those should definitely be avoided. If you're feeling cold, constipated, anxious, or fearful, take action to balance vata dosha with warm cooked foods, warming spices, abhyanga, with maybe sesame oil, and a regular schedule of eating and sleeping. We also have great medicinal oils uh, for calming vata dosha and for the other doshas as well. And if you're mucousy and congested or lethargic, then look to balancing kapha dosha with regular exercise, some more stimulating warming spices, uh, but a minimum of heavy type foods. There are many more suggestions the practitioner of Ayurveda will have for you after assessing your prakriti, which is your individual constitution, and your current state of imbalance, which we call the vikriti. The main point I'd like to make is that there is a solution. It doesn't have to be a miserable time. When women come to us looking for the Ayurvedic approach prior to menstruating, becoming pregnant, or passing through menopause, they can avoid the suffering. A significant aspect of treatment is about realigning with nature's rhythm within us, and that's done in a holistic manner, meaning it involves all areas of life. There are also many yoga practices that bring balance throughout life. A daily home practice is most effective since the practices are cumulative, and you can focus on your needs. The asana practice is adapted based on mental state, body temperature, and more. Practicing asana in a hot room is not recommended and will aggravate imbalance of vata and pitta. Practice should emphasize following the breath in a calm and flowing manner. And we want the practice to be sustainable, something that you can do long term. Pranayama is also excellent for balancing the subtle energies and strengthening the mind. There are practices specifically for cooling or warming the body as well as calming the mind. A teacher experienced in teaching pranayama is highly suggested to provide a proper practice. The practices are powerful and can promote mental, emotional, and physical balance. However, if practiced erratically or improperly or in poor combination, they can cause imbalance. And we do offer pranayama consultations by Skype or FaceTime. The yoga practices, including asana, pranayama, mantra, mudra, and meditation were designed to have us move energy. And that movement of energy allows inner wisdom to shine in all stages of life, but especially in the later years. Regular practice is one of the ways that women can move beyond doubt about what they have to offer. Ayurveda is the other key to experience our incredible power as women with the natural support of these principles. Women who choose to walk the path of alignment with true health and have a vibrant life as a result offer younger generations a service. They become an example of the beautiful and satisfying possibilities that being a woman and aging can bring. In our trainings, we teach that our most important teaching is done by our example. By living life with higher consciousness and love of self 
and others. And this is true for everyone. You never know who you will inspire to choose a healthy, vital life. And by our choice, we each become a beacon of light in our communities and to the world. The texts of Ayurveda and yoga talk about women being the pillars of society. Can you expand on that? Yes, in the text it's referred to the downfall of a society happens when the women in a society become corrupted. Mm. Then the society falls into chaos. And it's our duty to uplift society through our own living, through our example. And we need balanced health in order to do that. We do, and we need to have ourselves pointed in that direction yeah. at least. Well, thank you for this conversation, Myra. Seeing clients step into their true inner beauty and live life confidently is a wonderful gift. And as we discussed, every time someone takes a step in the direction of living life aligned with nature and natural rhythms, the vibration of the planet is elevated. Each of us makes a difference with every step toward natural living, large or small. The more we connect to our inner peace, the more we can be love. And the more we can experience happiness, joy, and freedom in life. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for joining us. And if you'd like to work with us to determine the best approach for your balance, we offer consultations in person and by phone, Skype, or FaceTime. Thanks so much for listening to Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga. Don't forget, if you have a question or a topic you'd like us to cover, just submit your question on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag Ask Holly Pule. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E. And if you want to go deeper on your own path toward health, book a consultation at hollypule.com. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.